I had to build out like a team at home. So I, I hired a nanny so she could help me. And, and, you know, like today's world isn't really designed for working moms. Um, so I had to kind of figure out what that looks like for me. Hi, I'm Maud Leger, and this is the Realtors Conspiracy Podcast, where we crack the code to real estate success. Learn from top realtors, entrepreneurs, and innovators about how to grow your business as we discuss real estate success stories, mindset, processes, motivations, and the key to their success. Check out our podcast episodes every Monday to crack the code to success for your real estate business. Welcome back to our series, Work Moms Cracking the Code to Success, where we reveal the hacks to managing life as a mom and an entrepreneur. Today, I'm chatting with Ashley Rector, CEO and founder of Laura Alexandria Marketing, a mom and entrepreneur who works with women all around the world. Ashley shared her best advice for moms, from realizing that you can't do it all, to purposefully planning for a life balance of business, family, and self-care. Let's get chatting with Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Thanks for joining us on the episode today. Tell us what is the key to your success in balancing life as a mom and an entrepreneur? Hi, thank you for having me on today. And the key to success is definitely having a really good support system. I don't think I could do it on my own. I couldn't do it without my husband. I couldn't do it without my team. So I definitely think being a mom and being an entrepreneur requires a village of people to help you. Nice. I love that. I love that part. So tell us about your business and you before being a mom and when you had your first child. Yeah. So um, it's been quite the journey. I always tell people, I feel like I've lived several lifetimes and I'm only 35 years old. So I was an attorney, um, gosh, six years ago now, maybe. Um, and it wasn't fulfilling me. So I took this long winding road into marketing and it included launching a female empowerment magazine, scaling that community, selling it, and then, um, launching a social media marketing agency, which is what I do now. So Laura Alexandria Marketing is what it's called. It's been around for a little over three years now, and we do organic social media primarily and paid social media secondarily. So um, it's been quite the journey. And I, and I became a mom really um, when I launched my business three years ago. So I have a three-year-old son. His name is Teddy and an 18-month-old daughter. Her name is Charlotte. So same time as you're launching your latest company, you're having your baby uh, how did that go for you before and once? Yeah. Goodness, it was interesting. So the beginning, I didn't really know what Laura Alexandria Marketing, we call it Lamb now because it's a mouthful, was going to become. So it was just me. Um, so I was like, oh my gosh, there's so much flexibility, you know, scaling, growing, it'll be great. Um, and then I quickly got ambitious and started building out a team, taking on more clients. So when I gave birth to my son, I think I had maybe like a week of maternity leave. Um, and then I was like back in the swing of things. So it was, you know, team no sleep, also taking client meetings. But I will say that it helped that I had gotten like building blocks in place before I gave birth. You know, like I got a really good VA. I got a great graphic designer on our team, copywriters, like everybody to help support me um, on the content side. And 
I was able to like ease into it. Uh, but yeah, it, it was crazy. <laughs> and how was it like going back to work after a week? Like that's what all entrepreneurs may have to do or will have to do or usually a couple weeks or a week. It depends on anyone. But how is it for you? Yeah, um, it was hard. I'm not going to lie. But I will say I could set my own schedule in some respect. So I think what made it easier was understanding if I could limit like my in-person meetings or phone calls and really just do that behind the scenes work, yeah. you know, for a few weeks that it would be better and it would be easier. And it was, it was better than like having to get up and go to a nine to five where you had to be there. Um, so it offered some flexibility, but I mean, at the end of the day, you have to use your brain with anything and it's hard when you're a new mama. So I think once again, like having a good support system around me helped me like achieve what I wanted to during maternity leave. Yeah. Yeah. Maternity. Yeah. Uh, what challenges did you face while you were trying to juggle both? Yeah, I think um, if for listeners who are already have kids or just, you know, starting to have kids again, um, I feel like understanding the balance between work, uh, family and self care gets harder, right? So like you're servicing your business, you're helping your child grow and thrive, but you also have to make sure that your cup is full. So I think like learning how to do that is very hard when you're running your own business. I love how you mentioned it, that it's a three-part balance now. It's no longer just two. <laughs> yeah. So family and business are three most important things. A hundred percent. Yeah. What are things that surprised you that you didn't know were going to be either hard or difficult or what did you not expect? Yeah, I think, um, you know, with my first kid, it was a huge change, right? Like you're, you're responsible for another human being. Um, and what I didn't expect is I was very ambitious. Um, my ambition went to the wayside when I had my son. So like, you'll, you will do anything to accomplish your goals, like in some respects, but once you have a child, it's almost like the center of your universe shifts. And so, you know, if they were sick or, um, having a hard time, like, I didn't want to leave to go back to work. I wanted to take care of them. Um, but also you get to a point where you're like, you want to be with them all the time, but you also want to get the heck away from them. So it was like such a new experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then going from one kid to two kids, I was like, oh my gosh, like it, it was just totally different. So you know, double the sickness, double the diapers. I had kids very close in age. Um, and so it was further, I think, building out my team that was like, it, it allows me to accomplish what I do now. So not only did I build out my team at LAM to like have essentially account strategists that like help manage the clients for me, I had to build out like a team at home. So I, I hired a nanny so she could help me and, and, you know, like, today's world isn't really designed for working moms. Um, so I had to kind of figure out what that looks like for me. Yeah, that's a good point. If today's world is not designed for working mom, what tools did you put in place other than nannies and support? Like what else did you have to put in place for yourself? Yeah, I think what became really apparent to me was how important time blocking was. And a lot of people talk about this. And I honestly, I was like, how do you even time block? Um, I got to a point where 
I, I had to start time blocking or else my content, like my calendar, my content calendar, you can tell I'm a social media manager, my actual calendar would fill up for like eight hours a day. So, um, I started just time blocking and like carving out hours where this is for me, this is for family. Um, and then like, you know, I'll do pitches at this time and networking at this time and interviews at this time. Um, and just being really purposeful about it that way I didn't overwhelm myself. So time blocking became huge. Um, obviously I got the nanny, she helps out and I, also asked her like, is there other things you'd like to help me out with around the house um, that we can like compensate you for? And that was really helpful. Um, just like, I think realizing that like, I can't do it all, which is the hardest part about being a mom and an entrepreneur, right? So like you have to ask for help. So I got really good at asking for help and you know, people wanted to support me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good, really good point. And then how do you time block to go back to that? How do you time block when you're not in control of your schedule at all? It all depends on your Kids. son or your daughter at that point. Really, the nanny helps out when I can't be there. So that's really nice because daycare, they were getting sick all the time. But um, like, here's a good example. Last week, my kids got RSV. And so anybody who's familiar with RSV, it's like a really, really, really bad respiratory flu. And they both were very sick. And my daughter still is very sick and they only wanted me. And, um, obviously with RSV, you have like breathing issues and a whole bunch of things. So yeah, like having other people care for the kids is harder because it makes them nervous if they're not their own child, right? Like, what do I do if they go into respiratory distress? Um, so I just shift a bunch of meetings and I honestly, like I am, like a hundred percent authentic and honest with pitches, networking, whatever. So we just said like, this came up in our household. I can't take this meeting. Like here are some times for next week. And you have to clear your calendar when you can. Um, and everyone was really understanding. Yeah. Um, and for those that aren't like, I have a team. So I'm like, you can meet with this person on my team. You know, they're very capable. Yeah. Nice. So what are your key priorities? What are your time blocks that you actually do and keep on for yourself? Honestly, the mornings, like usually I don't take meetings before 10 a.m. So like for me, I take my son to preschool every single day. I don't, I don't have to do that. You know, like we could definitely have someone else do it, but like, <laughs> I like to do that. So like, that's my, like, we wake up in the morning, I take him to preschool, you know, like I ease into my morning and that's kind of a non-negotiable. And yeah. then Fridays, I generally take no meetings. That's my day to just like think through the whole week, like work on the nitty gritty. Um, and yeah, so those small things. That's amazing. And what resources do you recommend for new moms who don't know where to look or what to do or how to manage it all? Yeah, that's a good question. So um, I belong to a ton of Facebook groups that are like mom support groups. Um, and then I also belong to women's like business groups. Um, and there's like little mom sectors in those. So like the 10th house, entrepreneurista, the upside, um, and then on Facebook, usually they're localized. So there's like the Cleveland mom support group. Cause I'm in Cleveland, but every single city has one same internationally. And so, 
it's kind of nice you like join those and people will say like hey you want to meet up and go to the park or you know what I mean um women in business like a lot of people have kids and so everyone's always talking about balance so I think like finding people in similar situations as you definitely helps you know you can ask them for advice or you guys can also just kind of commiserate on things so (laughs) yeah to speak about challenges and help and brainstorm a little bit but yeah Yeah, what would be your best advice for new moms like if you had three best advice every mom should know oh gosh goodness I don't know I I I guess my advice is like everybody's just trying to figure it out so like even the moms that look like they're put together and they're business owners and they're thriving like trust me every day they're just trying to figure it out Um, yeah and to give yourself grace Uh, you're going to make mistakes. Um, You're not going to know what to do. Like every single day is a new day, like, right. Um, And then don't be afraid to ask for help. Like I go to a therapist once a month and I have my friend groups and you need support for yourself. So just don't forget about yourself. Like just find something that's yours. Um, Yeah. That would be my advice. Nice. It brings back to the balance of the three, including your self-care, yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. That's very cool. How do you continue to grow your business from here? What's your plan or what's your goal from here? Yeah, um, that's a good question. So Q4, uh, me personally, I'm focusing on mindset. So like any limiting beliefs I have around money or business or scalability, I'm working through like, why do I have those? Like, what are the limits I place on myself? Um, So I think there's definitely self goals, if that makes sense. And then for the business as a whole itself, Um, we're always looking to scale and just do better content. And it's the whole team is hardwired this way. So we're constantly looking at ways to like up level our existing clients, um, whether it's different strategies or different methods on building communities or so, um, we're meeting as a team in November to just talk about like 2023 and like, what's the next level for lamb. Um, so I think just like putting those goals in place is incredibly important. Um, whether it's revenue goals, client goals, or just like how you want to service your client. How do you want to make them feel like with your relationship? Um, but setting, setting intentions and setting those goals is a hundred percent important. Yeah. I love it. Setting goals, intentions, and mindset. They're both like correlated so much. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, very cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of these hacks, tips, challenges, and being real. <laughs> really yes. important. Of course. Thank you for having me on. And um, I'm always happy to give advice, whether it's about motherhood or social media marketing or running a business or leaving your nine to five. Um, nice. Here is a resource. So happy to see that for your listeners. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. Thanks for joining. Tune in next week as we continue this series with other moms to uncover more empowering tips and tricks. Subscribe to our podcast, Realtors Conspiracy, today. Mm